Welcome to Spectrum Days, the podcast where we ruin our childhood memories of games we used to play. With me, Chris, and my cousin Phil. Hello. Uh, what game were we doing today? The Way of the Exploding Fist. 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 Brilliant game. This is it. This is a Spectrum game. Um, what, what? Yeah, what did you play on? Spectrum, yeah, Spectrum or Commodore 64? Yeah. I never had a Commodore, actually. No, that's yeah. a lie. I did have a VIC-20 at one time, but um, no. No, I played this on Spectrum. Friends, Spectrum on his 48K. Pretty early game, 1985. Not that I remember when I played it. This is far too long ago. If it, if we did play it when it came out, I'd have been 10. Uh, yeah. Did yeah. you assume you played it on the Spectrum as well? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely played it. I can remember the, the cover. I can remember the, the cassette. Um, definitely played this one at home. I did play on the Commodore 64 quite often because a, f- a good friend um, had one and I used to visit him often, but I don't think we played Where the Experiment Fist. Looking on uh, on the internet now, seeing the images of the C64 version, it looks pretty good, actually. Uh, I like the colours. Uh, of course, the sprites are more colourful on the C64. The Spectrum's still kind of monochrome. But I remember it being an amazing, an amazing beat 'em up game. This is, of course, way before anything like Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there was a roundhouse kick was the main thing. Yeah. Timing those kicks. Um, you know, we we just covered Speedball Two, which now fills me with a bit of dread because <laughs> was this a two player game? Um, yeah. Was it two player? Yeah, was it? it yeah, was. I bet it was more fun two player. Uh, trying to get, trying but, to cram uh, two people onto that forty-eight k keyboard. That that's that <laughs> I think is the only reason I remember it was two player. I sort of I remember playing it, but I don't specifically remember playing it against other people. But obviously, I must have done. That's just just the way my memory's working. But I do remember two people trying to cram on the keyboard. So I must have been playing it with other people. Do you, do you, do you think we should describe the game for those that don't know? What where the exploding I'm fish? Surely is. everyone knows this game. You say that every episode. Oh, I do. That's true. Because because every game we're picking <laughs> is is like ones that loom large in our mind as being a good game, and then we find out they're really hard, and we can't play them and hate them. I know that's too long a title for the podcast. It won't quite fit in. It doesn't fit in the in the YouTube thing at the top. <laughs> if anyone has only just started listening to our podcast, this is where we witter on. This is the section where we try and remember desperately try to remember what we were doing when we were ten or maybe eleven. I think Chris is a year older than me. Yeah, I was 11 when Where the Exploding Fist and came producer out. Producer John hiding there in the background. You were a year young, younger than me, so we're sort of a year apart on me. Sort of, yeah, so you were probably nine or no, something. He, he would have been eight. Yeah, eight, or eight, 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 I think. Yeah. We were all at the age where we, yeah, this would have been oh, definitely the first fighting game that we were playing, which is what it is. Um, it's, I suppose, to use a modern equivalent i suppose would be street fighter we were just talking about that off air as sort of this was sort of our street fighter for those of you who are sort of teenagers early teens mid-teens in the early 90s then street fighter would have been the game that everyone was talking about that and mortal Kombat. well back when we were eight nine and eleven or whatever we were it would have been this game uh it was a couple of years before 
Barbarian and IK Plus, which are other games that we were, again we were mentioning off mic. Um, yeah, it, it's very it's much slower, not entirely surprisingly, but I think it's part slightly deliberate that it's slower than something like Street Fighter because it's it's based sort of karate, isn't it? Really, it's not a it's not a fantasy beat 'em up in the way that Street Fighter. There's no fireballs or anything extravagant like that. But what it did do that was very different and really, as far as I can remember, hadn't been done before, it was complex. You had, I seem to remember, I was just talking about having two people on the keyboard. You, it wasn't just left, right, up, down and fire, which the vast majority of games at the time were. In fact, some were only left and right and fire, or, and that was about it. But this, you, I think it was Q, W, E, A, D, X, ZXC, so you were sort of you were using the sort of <laughs> you were using the keys that actually nowadays people are using if you're playing Call of Duty or that lot using the keyboard and mouse. So you got your backwards forwards. So Q W E, yeah, A A D Z X C. Am I making it sound nice to you? Because I know you said you it was going to be a good one. This is going to be one that you can play. This is random. It's not random at all. (laughs) Not. It's not random. It's just like everyone who's listening to look down at their keyboard. (laughs) Everyone listening to a podcast and watching this on YouTube. W A S D Q W E A D Z X C. It's it easy. easy, and one <laughs> one was 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 attack. Those those are all rubbish. No, it's not. Is that so you because got, you got up left, up up is, right? Is that left, four right, two? Down, is that because left, of down, two play? Down, right. So you've got all the corners. So you got backwards. Yeah, and but forward. all squished, all squished to the left hand side of the keyboard. Yeah, so you could so fit that... another person over the other ruddy side. Yeah. <laughs> Surely you had a joystick as well. Well, yeah, you well, could have then. done if you were middle class like you and had two joysticks lying <laughs> around. You had your Kempston ex- thing, expansion <laughs> thing in the back and your Fire Pro 2 and your Quick Shot. But people like us and no, just yeah. resorting to a rubber key, no joystick, you had to fit two people. The other person had, I expect you can probably work this out for yourselves. I think it was IOP. <laughs> <laughs> JL. This is important information, everyone. No, but is it? Look, you wanted to tell people what the game was about. I'm fairly sure everyone who's tuned in to this program called Spectrum Days knows what game we're talking about. Well, we could we could link out to a a a blog post which where you can describe the keys. Oh no, I want to carry on for another five minutes talking about the keys. Everyone's very so. So it was. It was Q W E. Yeah, Q is up left. <laughs> w is up. So you could jump, but you could jump. I think you had to crouch to jump, and then, but one was the attack button. So anyway, so if you combined the attack button, which is which was number one on the keyboard, with any of those directions, you did a hit different hit. So if you were mm. walking forward, you did a punch, or you could crouch and punch, or you could sweep. You could do a leg sweep. You could jump and kick i think and if you did press back so a a in this case was back if you're the player on the left and attack i think you that was the roundhouse that you were talking about but it'd be reversed for the other person so every it was always a fight ah. to be on the left because that made much more sense going q w e a d z x c makes i mean it's obvious isn't it anyone looking at the keyboard that's making sense 
It's only Chris that that doesn't make sense to. I tried to play Horace (laughs) New Skiing with one, two, three, four, and five (laughs) and wondered why you couldn't get anywhere. Is there a shin kick in this game? Or was that a... was that innovation brought in by Sega? People won't for, understand. Um, Altered Beast. People won't understand the shin kick reference. <laughs> <laughs> Best shin kick implementation is in um, Altered Beast. Altered yeah. Beast. If if anyone wants to check that yeah, out, you will then understand the beauty of the power of the shin kick. Do you know, in, in your extensive research, have you found out much about where it was made and who published it? Yes, it was those clever, plucky chaps in Australia. Uh, Melbourne House, yeah. again, it was. Yeah, so this has kind of blown my mind. I guess as an 11-year-old, you don't really take much notice of those sort of things. But I probably thought that Melbourne House... Was just some kind of Brit- British. You, you kind thought of it was like Mel- Melbourne a- <laughs> outside of Swindon, did you? The little, little yeah. hamlet of Melbourne. It's like I don't didn't realise all these games were being made in Australia. I wonder. I wonder because, of course, the Horace trilogy also was developed in Australia. Indeed. So what was happening? Well, they had three people over there who could make games, <laughs> so they were just <laughs> producing all the games and selling us selling them to us poms. Because we were into, yeah. into games, I don't know. I I, I think just uh, bedroom coding and things. Obviously, there must have been a scene over there. I mean, I hopefully so some miracle that this goes out beyond two or three people that listen in Britain to our podcast or watch our YouTube videos. That someone in Australia might be able to answer your question <laughs> and give us some idea as to whether the uh, bedroom coding scene was as 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 well, massive as it was over here. If people don't know what we're talking about, basically by bedroom coding, we just mean there was lots of young people who got older Spectrums or indeed Commodores or Amstrads or Dragon 32s and were making games and then selling them to the eager uh, production houses and uh, who were yeah, happy to produce the blooming things. But, I mean, it did very well, this game. I mean, it obviously Melbourne House had a bit of a hit with it, to say the least. Do you have an old magazine with you that you can... Um... I sadly don't know, but I the, the, I oh. did look up in my extensive research, <coughs> Wikipedia, um, <laughs> 93% in Zap, so that presumably would have been the Commodore 64 version, and 92% in Crash, so only 1% in it there, chaps. So, uh, yeah, so yeah. Not, not, not a lot. Uh, no, nobody had a bad word to say about it particularly. I think it, also, I think it came out on the Amstrad as well. Yeah, Amstrad as well. Probably something else. It probably probably came out on a few other things. I should thought, but um, so we don't know. We don't have an official replayability score. No, we uh, no, we don't know. I don't know whether there's any difficulty settings on this one. Uh, you, <laughs> you could play it for hours and hours and hours. Yeah, you might have to con your kids into playing this one against you to get the full. Oh God! I know. I don't know how well that'll go down. <laughs> Uh, the Sinclair C5 was launched around, at the same I time. I know. I'm surprised about he, that. He must have been very busy, Mr. Sinclair, taping all these games, so, sending them out to everybody, and launching the first usable electric vehicle. Yeah. Yeah, for, for our younger listeners out there, um, 
so Clive Sinclair was the original, you know, uh, Elon Musk kind of <laughs> character, right? It's uncanny, yes. <laughs> <laughs> he does actually, he does, he In does, U- he does uh, quote him, doesn't he, that uh, he, he, he's aware that Sinclair basically came up with the Tesla idea format well, well before right. he did. The C5 is more exactly like a, a Tesla, right? I mean... Mm. Apart from the touchscreen. The touchscreen wasn't as good in the C5, I believe. Yeah, back in the 80s, we were all driving around an electric C5. With resistive touchscreen and, rather capacitive. Yeah. <laughs> but in your show notes, you've got the... The, the C5 is launched, but then also the C5 ceases production. Yeah, so I know. I, I kind of put that in as a, as, a, as a little joke. I thought that was rather hilarious. that It, it got launched at the beginning of the year, and, and, the, and then EastEnders begins. The miner strikes come to an end. Brothers, Brothers in Arms comes out. Hole in the ozone layer is discovered, and the Sinclair C5 ceases production. I thought, what a year but, 1985 was. <laughs> Coming back to the game, oh, yeah. uh, I do have. I've got some fond memories. I think this was. I can't remember it being frustrating at all. Ooh, like, I, brave words. I, I can remember it being quite sort of smooth. I don't. I can't remember. Yeah, I think you can pull off the roundhouse kick fairly easily, right? It's, yeah, it's you. You press one and A. I can, wait a minute. I need to note that down. Yeah. Because you won't be able to find the instructions <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> You've got to do everything from memory. Yeah. What about the music? Can you remember the I, music? Do you know, I was going to ask you that. I cannot remember a single thing about the sound, well, music, other than the sound effect uh, of the hit and the person falling, which I'm fairly uh, which, sure was something like... Was- <laughs> Isn't it good? Yeah, that that is quite. I think you'll find it's quite an ac- accurate impression. So, any more memories of the game? The only last memory I actually genuine memory memory the other last memory I have. Uh, right, the only other memory I have of this game is the loading screen. Um, is is supposed to be an imitation or copy of the cover, which people are. It's probably on the screen now if you're watching on our YouTube channel, the cover. But when that builds up, I'm sure you're aware on the spectrum, it sort of builds line by line. And they've sort of rather failed with his face. It's supposed to be a man sort of punching the <laughs> sign. And he's sort of, yeah, he's got a sort of contorted face going, yeah! And it looks like he's had an accident rather than punching something. <laughs> And uh, yeah, that's I always remember laughing. Me and my friends laughing hysterically at how bad the loading loading picture was, which of course you have to stare at for ten minutes. I mean, you know, it's burned into my brain. (laughs) We would never have seen anything like. I don't think in the arcade there may have been something, but it's not an arcade game, right? So this was. Playing this on the spectrum back though, back in those days, being a 10, 11 year old, this would have been a, a completely new experience. Yeah. And I think, um, I, it, according to uh, <laughs> Wikipedia, um, it borrows heavily from Data East's arcade game Karate Champ, of which 
I must admit, when doing this research, I'd forgotten what Karate Champ was. When I clicked on and looked at what Karate Champ was, I was like, oh, yeah, that one. Which I think got a conversion on the NES, which where I, and actually, funnily, funnily enough, mentioned in the NES, this did get made for the NES, um, Way of the Exploding Fist, but it never came out. So it would have been probably a lot more popular had it actually made it out onto the NES. But anyway, there we are. There we are. Well, maybe maybe that's the, a good moment to pause yeah. and go and play the game. So yeah, if you want to play along, folks, this is how it works. We've been remembering the way of the exploding fist for 20 minutes it seems like an hour and now it's now it's our turn to go off and spend a few days actually playing the game which i can assure you i haven't played since the 80s i doubt the other two have either they're, they're all agreeing with me yeah. that they haven't played since the 80s so um if you're watching this on youtube or similar i will put a link below so you can also play the game in your browser so do have a go um yeah press pause go and have a go and then press unpause and by the magic of radio and internet we will be back and uh, yeah we'll uh, see see what we thought of the way of the exploding fist Hi-ya! And we're back. Thank you very much if you did press pause and played along the game with us. Uh, For those of you who didn't, don't worry. We're going to tell you now whether it's a black belt or whether we're still in the car park polishing Mr. Miyagi's cars. (laughs) Yes, way of the exploding fist. Uh, It's actually been a bit of a longer gap for us. I think we've had about a week to play this game because of one thing or another. So we're now experts. Uh, Chris, what, uh, what level did you manage to get to? Oh, Completed it. Of course you did. <laughs> once I knew just, the, just, once I found the keys. Just you and Clive Sinclair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't get very far in the in the uh, the belt structure. Uh, my dad. My dad <laughs> is belt structure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My dad is still pretty low. What, what, what dad did you reach? I I think my highest was second or. third. Third, I might oh, just strayed into third okay. for a, okay, a round. Okay. All right, okay. I only reached second. I can, yeah, I can admit yeah. it now as well. Why? Yeah, because then no. you just because you couldn't be bothered just, to keep going. You, or once you get to second, I don't know. It. it I was going to say compared to the other games that we've talked about so far, anyone else who hasn't been listening to our other podcasts or watched our other videos, if you go back and watch them all, please do watch the entire lot and subscribe and all that other things. Um, you'll find that a lot of our complaints about these games are either we are now old and incapable of playing games or everything back then was extremely, extremely hard and that there's just no sort of slope Nice, nice, gentle slope into the difficulty. <laughs> um, and I thought there was when I started playing. I was thinking, once you got the hang of the keys, which I think we sort of mentioned in our in our preamble, the first part of this, that it's a fairly complex set of keys to try and use with your fingers. And as far as I could tell, please let me know in the comments if I'm being an idiot. I don't think this is a joystick game. I think it's keys only. I couldn't see any choice for your cheater, Kempston, or any of that, which I think would have made it a lot easier. But once you've got the hang of the keys, it just all came back to me. It's like, oh yeah, this is a great game. This is this is really good. It's chess meets Street Fighter 2. It's it's uh, much more slower, but 
sort of defensive thinking um one-on-one fighting game and uh but yeah once you sort of get second down they, they they're just brutal you, you just you get anywhere yeah. near the enemy and they get you and they start learning to block the first sort of novice first down they rarely block but once you're in second down i don't know it's, it's like close sinclair's there playing against you, you you're stuffed <laughs> Well, I thought there was a kind of learning curve at the beginning, but then I realised it was because I was playing in two-player and the computer, the computer <laughs> opponent didn't do anything. I thought, I thought, I do really well here. I thought, I'm timing these spinning jumps and then a roundhouse kick. Because oh. I, had in, I had in my memory that I used to do a thing which was to do the spinny jump, land, do the roundhouse, or a flying kick. And that, that was my technique back in the, the day. And I thought, yeah, it's working. Then I realised I was playing against um, I was playing against no one. No one. No one. Well done. <laughs> and I, I, I dare ask what Dan you managed to get to playing against no one. Oh, I think, uh, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, that's when I got uh, the second Dan. <laughs> 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 so i got to second down playing against the ai you got to second down playing against nobody <laughs> well then, then i went back and did get second down against the oh, yeah. ai uh-huh. as well. yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 i think you i should start recording your footage why is it always me that's gonna look rubbish on our youtube channel by recording my footage of me falling off the logs in shinobi and everything else but well we have to rely on you being rubbish just by your own admission very i'm very honest about it um, <laughs> I, playing on your own takes a biscuit yeah but it, 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 <laughs> it's it's kind of a relaxing game i i i left feeling quite different in that there, there's an element of indifference. There's an element of like, yeah, I don't need to play that again ever. Um, but there's no visceral hate like some of the other games. Yeah, oh, this is really awfully hard. It's kind of relaxed. It's quite strange. There's no game. I don't think there's any fighting games like it now where it's one hit, one hit, and so it's kind of like you say, it's that kind of more chess-like, you know, tactical. Combat. It is, ta- yeah, it's very tactical. You could defend. I, I like, I like the way it just feels like, um, yeah, you've got to press the key and the fire key at the same time to activate that move you're going to do. And you've got the roundhouse, the flying kick as a block. It's quite um, annoying having to turn around. I'm not quite sure. I don't know if I ever really yeah, got the keys it, to, it, it to uses, turn around. It uses one of the moves, doesn't it? it the the roundhouse. You do a roundhouse. half roundhouse. You do it hard. You don't complete yeah. it. Yeah. Because I, I must when I started playing it, I forgot this is, I mean, this is you know, the reason why we're doing a podcast is that like, once we talk about it and then actually now we're actually then playing it, there's all these things that i just completely forgotten. But that those animations, and they're quite smooth. I mean, they're not, the basic, you know, two frames on and off, you know, one and zero. They're, they're actually quite fluidly animated. And if you're doing that roundhouse move, I suppose similarly to Street Fighter Two, where you have to do a full or half rotation of the D-pad, whereas this, it's activating that move, pressing your action button with the 
back i think back is it that does the that does yeah. that move yeah but yeah, you don't back. if you don't hold it until it's completed the animation as chris says you turn around it goes halfway through the spin and you're facing the opposite way which yeah. sounds it sounds annoying but actually it's a really clever way of getting around turning your character yeah without yeah. also without just flipping the character it it's does quite, actually turn yeah and it's because it it's a good sense of achievement when you do a, a spinning jump over the opponent's head and then there's a back kick so you can do yes. a kick when you're facing one when it's like boom back to oh by the way there is a shin kick as well <laughs> There is a shin kick. <laughs> that gives it an extra star. Well, I, yeah. I presume they were playing this in on import in Japan, um, the people who designed Altered Beast and wanted to pay homage to Where the Exploding Fist by including a shin kick in <laughs> Altered Beast. And and the brilliant theme tune music. Well, it's brilliant. This, how, how does that go? <laughs> I could definitely remember that one. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Far better than Horace. Ah, that was brilliant. <laughs> oh, man, I thought my 48K was on then. Well, you, and, the, and the sound effects, the punches, the kicks. I, I'm very pleased to say that my memory was correct. Yeah. I did it almost exactly as it was, almost exactly. Yeah, yeah. but it's I think that it? just shows how much we used to play this back then. That that is all this game is about. It is about that one hit, mm. and that is why is all you hear is that noise of the contact, and then the person falling to the floor. But maybe that's why it's. Like I said, it's kind of relaxing. I've it, it's not a furious button masher. There's not a lot going on. There's no background music. Um, yeah, I find it quite relaxing. I thought the the animations. I love the animation, mm. but uh, but there isn't much else that goes on. You play it. You know, play against a couple of enemies and and yeah. Not I, much. I, 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 I think again, probably like some of our other other podcasts. I don't know. This one's coming after. I think we've looked at Speedball. I think prior to this, um, it, which again was another of those games really wasn't designed for one player. I would I, I would say it's certainly. I think I think this has done a better job of being a one player game. Yeah. Uh, than than Speedball did, or certainly. The original Speedball, anyway, perhaps Speedball 2, there was a bit more depth to it. But I would happily pick up and play this over and above I think, <laughs> Speedball. Would, I, no one would ever think that, right? If anyone, you know, whoever's listening now, if they haven't heard us talk about Speedball, they're, 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 they're screaming at you. What do you mean? Speedball's a classic, which it is. But it is, but we well, always Which it was. We all, it was, it was, yeah, yeah. Now we hate yeah. it, but we always played it two player. But that's how I remember playing this game. I remember playing Way of the Exploding Fist a lot with other people. And again, it goes again. If you've been listening to the podcast, it goes back to the fact that I didn't have the forty-eight. It was my neighbours next door. They were a. They were brothers, so there was two of us. There was three of us to constantly play it. You know, winner stays yeah. on, or whatever it was we used to do. 
So I remember predominantly playing this. There was always at least one other person available to play it with. By the time I got my Spectrum, which was the plus two, I don't think I even owned this game. I don't think it was it was old news by then. Yeah. Well, I was playing sort of Renegade and Target Renegade. You know, if I was going to play a beat 'em up, I was on to other other games by then. Yeah. Well, I I I did encourage. Found got my son, a teenage son, to play where the exploding fist against me. Try, we, <laughs> we tried, <laughs> we tried to recreate that that, that experience of two people crowded <laughs> over the same keyboard. Unfortunately, I didn't have a rubberized keyboard to to, to use. Um, but he just, yeah, I, I think he just found it, it quite. He found it really infuriating. Actually, he's like, I can't get. He couldn't get the moves. He couldn't. I don't know. I think he was playing on a keyboard. Maybe mm. he's so used to using a controller, uh, a joypad. Um, uh, yeah, he wasn't into it at all. I think he played speedball. We we played speedball together longer than we played this together. Mm. He just didn't yeah. get his head around it. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's funny. Like yeah, it's we haven't got much to rage on against this game. It's kind of it's just the animation's nice. It brings back some good memories. But I, like with some of the other games, I'm amazed that we again. It's the context, right? Then we'd never seen anything like it. This was probably the first ever beat 'em up, so it didn't matter that it took five minutes to load it on your Spectrum. Um, it was probably amazing at the time. I, I yeah, I think the the uh, fond memories uh, line is is uh, I, I would agree with. I, it just it did bring back both those memories playing this. I was I think actually more so probably than any of the other games. I think we've we've played really. There was something there is something about it um, that it's evocative of that era. Also, I think evocative of yeah being crowded onto one keyboard is quite an unusual experience. I think I can understand why you your boy didn't particularly get on with that. And, and 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 as I said right at the beginning of this, I I really was expecting that I could plug in a joystick. You know, I I, I as soon as I was trying to, I was thinking, oh no, surely you can plug in your Kempston Pro or your Cheetah or something into it. Um, but uh, no, it, I I think it is just keyboard only. If anyone knows any different, do do let us know. But I think I I would have found it a lot easier with a controller because I I found myself looking at my fingers a lot and then when of course yeah. you're taking your eyes off off the screen and you can't really get all your fingers on there to cover all the moves yeah it, it, it doesn't quite work well it must have been much worse with a, the old spongy rubbery spectrum keyboard as well I yeah I, I yeah I'm sure it probably was yeah it must have been hell because they're so difficult to press they're they're not they're, they're so unforgiving aren't they they're just like yeah <laughs> they're really hard to push do you have um, do you have any of those joysticks the ones you mentioned have you got a- y- yes I have I mean I've got the actually I've got the original joystick that came with the Spectrum one two eight plus two that got included wow. with the set. Oh. That's pretty uh, cool. Simply because it was it was part of the set, and I've I've kept all of that, um, including the six pack of games exclusive to Curry's, <laughs> your out of down department store. Uh, <laughs> I wonder. 
I haven't trawled through Steam. I wonder if there is a kind of modern-day equivalent to uh, Way of the Exploding Fist. Like I said, that, that kind of karate tournament kind of thing, get a point and that's the end of the of the round sort of thing, or the first to, first to um, two complete yin-yang signs, I think, is in the Way of the Exploding Fist. Yes, 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 yes. I forgot to mention that. Yeah, I quite like that. There's, quite, there's just a lot, there's a lot of nice touches yeah. In, in the game, uh, I, don't know, I don't know what you're saying about it being relaxing. I mean, the backgrounds, obviously, in quite poor eight-bit renditions of, of Japanese themed backgrounds, but you have got the sort of the mountains in the background, and, yeah. and the I don't know what those things are—the sort of um, uh, sort of cross T things. You sort of I don't know what they are. Japanesey <laughs> things <laughs> in the background, and there's always a man, isn't there? There's always the sort of master, either sort of sat cross yeah. or sagely watching you, or, or the, then it moves into the dojo, doesn't it? When you get like first Dan, yeah. So they do sort of change the backgrounds. I mean, anyone else who's, who's watching this, who's much better at it than us, can let us know whether there's uh, any other screens. I don't know how many backgrounds there are. I can't remember as a kid. I, I got a feeling those two just intermittently flip. I, I don't think there is much. Much, much more. I think we might have seen the whole game. <laughs> well, I, I think I think I read online that on the on. I think it was the Commodore sixty four version. There was something else, something about fighting a bull or something. But the the spectrum oh. version. I don't think there was anything else. I can't remember. So it's a bonus, else. some sort of bonus round. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, then, and then you mentioned that. That actually, the way of the explosive might have been influenced by an arcade game. Yes, yeah, we mentioned that in the first half. Yeah, uh, I can't uh, yeah, and that one actually had this ball level in it. So, right. so yeah, um, there I was, there I was, a kid thinking this was totally original, and maybe the way the exploded <laughs> fist had been inspired by something else that exists, you know, which is which is normally the way. Um, yeah, yeah. But, uh, is there ever, a, ever ever an original game? I mean, there isn't really, is there? Unless you go no. right back. Space Invaders or Pac-Man, you know, sort of, <laughs> you know, the very original sort of arcade hits were about yeah. as original as everything else has been a derivation of that sort of uh, going on from there, really. I mean, it's interesting yeah. you met, mentioned, uh, you know, did it sort of uh, kickstart things? Was it the first of its kind and all that sort of stuff? And is there a modern equivalent? We've already been mentioning Street Fighter. I think that's kind of where the sort of 2D fighting games sort of ended up really yeah. sort of the sort of the zenith in the sort of the 90s of street fighter 2 and that reached the arcades and then sort of the very various iterations of street fighter 2 really sort of took the sort of 2d fighting games to a, to another level but far as back then goes and games that i can see from from my point of view i think we mentioned before i worked in the games industry selling buying and selling games the games that i was then reminded of when playing it that came after it i mean there's the obvious ones of the international karate plus and yeah. er kung fu and all those ones which are all sort of around the same time and are all spectrum games but sort of taking it further on down the timeline i would say budokan which i think was an ea game i think um which was very similar and very similar similar aesthetically. Uh, I'm not surprising with the name Buddha Khan. So that that was more like 
um, the sort of summer games, winter games type things where there was actually different events and you would travel from one to the other. There was sort of a screen with sort of different dojos and you'd go and do kendo in one or karate in another. And uh, I think there might have been a weapons one, which might have been nunchucks or nunchaku. Um, and then I think you, once you'd practiced all your sort of arts, you'd again go to Budokan and you'd get on the train. You'd actually see the train go and it'd be going through all the sort of the pink pink blossoms that sort of a, 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 a mainstay of sort of the views you get in, in Japan and things. And then you'd be at the tournament. And then it was like um, where the Exploding Fist, it was all about progressing through the tournament. I did, uh, um, and that that was a great game. I, I, I loved Budokan. I, that was one of the sort of, one of the games I didn't just play in the shop. I actually think I did actually buy that and uh, played that on at home as well. But that was very, as a very similar aesthetically with the, the sort of pretty backgrounds and more based on a sort of karate type one hit type right. thing rather than the going at it for two rounds, taking energy off each other that, that Street Fighter became. So yeah. I think the sort of, I hate to say thinking man's, that sounds a bit too high, bro. <laughs> but the sort of more, like we said before, that more chess like feel of a fighting game. I, I'm not sure beyond Budokan I can think of anything else. Um, no. Again, please let us know if someone's listening. If is, is there an, Has anyone done this sort of thing? I mean, I can't help but feel that sort of Street Fighter and all those other types of games, and then the 3D versions of those types of games, the Soul Calibur and all that sort of thing, were, were so huge. I, I, I wonder whether there is a sort of more thoughtful... Um, fighting game in, in that style yeah what Love is the yeah what is the modern equivalent of karate champ where the exploding fist and international karate plus because yeah. that's another one i think ik plus i played a lot on a friend's commodore 64 i mean yeah. that's crazy like adding you know three fighters and, and there's i'd like to know it'd be interesting to know more i'm sure there's a book or or some blog posts out there if anyone knows of any put them in the comments where you can learn about the history of how, I mean, were these, did these games influence at all anything like Street Fighter? Were those, did they, you know, were they created completely separately without knowing of the existence of, um, of where the exploding fist, for example, I mean, even IK plus is developed by completely different people, I think. Uh, but you could clearly tell there's lots of influence and there's a, there's an article online from um, edge where the uh, developer um, um, Archer McLean does talk about where the exploding fist um, being like a big influence on IK plus. I mean, it even looks similar, right? Except for when you and then when you see screenshots of IK plus and you see, oh, that's definitely a C sixty four game. Um, and I've got a lot of good memories. That was great as well. We could do the uh, jump, split, kick, and hit two of the opponents at exactly oh, yeah, the same yeah, time. Yeah. That was, I mean, that's awesome. Oh, I think, uh, yeah, that was that was really fun. Um, so yeah, it's just kind of like uh, a nice. It's, it was a, a nice game, which is probably, you know, not a, not a, not a great thing to say, but it wasn't great. It was just nice. Yeah, <laughs> a, I, bit, I, I, a bit bland. Yeah. I've, I've come away with a happy feeling from playing 
where the exploding fist and not a not a disappointed feeling that we have done with some of the other games that we've looked at and i think i, I think again we're probably being slightly unfair to the games that we've looked at because they've all been very good games and we have said that they're all very good games we are just bitter old men who really can't play games anymore um and we're not too sure that we ever could in the past we're now having existential crises about whether our childhoods were actually really rather terrible and um (laughs) we're only just realizing it now as we stroll headlong towards our 50s (laughs) we we can't cope with modern gaming or gaming from the past this hobby we've spent our life and money forward into uh find actually it's rubbish i've I've recently been spending far too far too much time playing marvel snap on the on the iphone uh uh, oh dear oh gosh yeah so um yeah uh, a card game is more my speed at the moment i think um but yeah yeah i mean i don't think there's much more to say on this one i think uh ashley we can um probably just wrap it up right it's i think so i think it's a winner winner yeah. winner chicken dinner yeah we that I don't was, know what that means <laughs> <laughs> in that, fact that, you know i've i've just had a thought i've just been reminded of another game i'd like to look us uh, to look at at some point and that'll be chaos Ooh. wait a minute chaos? i need my memory being jogged there's uh julian is it gollop Ooh. They're your wizards. Yes. Yes. That's that's for some reason similar in style that it's that sort of relaxing, thoughtful, chess-like. Oh, well, but uh, yeah, so like a turn-based. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I think so Rebel Star. Well, it's it's the precursor to all those, yeah. Yeah, it was his his first game. Which actually, yes. anyone else out there is interested, that's actually available on Android. I've been playing it on my phone, actually, amazingly. Someone's done a nice reproduction of the Spectrum version. Oh, I didn't know. Um, I've just had a quick search, and I didn't realise that it was published by Games Workshop as well. Mm. No, I think they asked him to do it, I think. Because, ah, because now... I definitely remember playing Lords of Chaos, which may have been on the on the Amiga. Yeah, well, it came, on, it came on everything. I, I played on the Spectrum Lords of Chaos, but that was where you could actually go around and you, you, you sort of moved around an area, could make spells in a, in a cauldron, and, and it was a bit more open world. Yeah, Lord, de- no, no, maybe I did play on the Spectrum as well, looking at the screenshots, Lords of Chaos, but I can't remember playing Chaos. Really? Hmm. Interesting. We'll have a look at that. I love. Yeah. I love um, Laser Squad. I was only talking with you. I think a few weeks ago, saying about mm. Laser Squad. That I wish that Laser Squad Nemesis had done done better than it did because that was a very innovative idea for a game. Um, really like. Uh, really like Laser Squad. I like Laser Squad much more than XCOM. Uh, but then maybe that's because I was never much of a PC gamer. Most of the time, yeah. the the Amiga consoles. Yeah, I'm not sure. I've never played XCOM. I know of it and know that it was it was one of his. But yeah, I'm not sure I ever even played that. To be honest. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, I think um, um, that's it. So, what do we think we might talk about next time? Something a bit more controversial at all? 
a bit more controversial. The, yeah, the, the way of exploding Some, fish. Some strip poker on the spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great game. I say game. <laughs> barbarian, barbarian, another beat up where you could chop someone's head off. I mean, geez. yeah, Maria Whitaker on the front cover. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you remember that? Ah, oh, the good old spectrum. It's almost titillating. <laughs> In its eight bit <laughs> pixelated glory for us young lads. <laughs> no, I think we'll, um, I think we, well, we both, we both probably mentioned before, we both got the Mega Drive Mini 2. We've been desperately going through its extensive list, trying to pick out something. I mean, well, there's so, Phil, many, so many things on it. Phil hasn't let me play anything yet. He's got to like, reserve it. No, you can't play that. We might look at that one. And then he goes, oh, I want to play this. No, you can't do that. We might I look at even, that one. I haven't even plugged it in. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, here's our opportunity. So I, I think partly because, A, we both think we remember it <laughs> and it's got a couple of different versions on here of it it's got sort of an updated version anyway space harrier 2 i think we should look next week at space harrier 2 welcome to the fantasy zone get ready <laughs> space harrier 2 is perfect well yeah. thanks phil nice one uh, bye everyone bye you can email us at hello at spectrumdays.com and you can contact us on Twitter at spectrumdayspod. And you can also find us on YouTube just by looking up Spectrum Days.